Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. so thankful to be with you once again on Watch Therefore, and today is a final episode on the book I wrote from 2011 called America's Ark, and the reason it's called that is there's a, a passage in Ezekiel chapter 14 verses uh, 12 through 20 that warn of four judgments that are increasingly upon America and the whole world and will intensify as we get closer to the coming of Messiah Jesus. And after each of these judgments in Ezekiel 14, there's a place of refuge, a place of grace, a place of mercy, which is why I call the book America's Ark. And I'm going to read verse 20 of Ezekiel 14 that, that uh, establishes this place of mercy and grace. Even though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither son nor daughter. They would deliver only themselves by their righteousness. So what he says is that the righteousness of Noah, Daniel, and Job is a place of refuge, that a person can be safe from this. Now, they can't bring in their sons or daughters or anyone else by their righteousness. No, what people need today is the personal righteousness provided by our Father in heaven through Messiah Jesus. And so on previous programs, we've introduced the righteousness of Noah and Daniel. Today we introduce the righteousness of Job and look to these principles as a way of protection in the days ahead. I'm going to do so beginning with James chapter 5 verse 7 uh, and onward. Therefore be patient brethren until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. So we're going to look at three primary principles through the life of Job. One is the perseverance, the endurance, the, the patient waiting of Job. Two, the blessing of endurance. Three, the intended end by the Lord. Now I'm going to, oh, I'll, also I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to add a fourth one. I'm going to add a fourth one, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. Isn't that a good icing on the cake, that the Lord is very compassionate 
and merciful. So I'm going to do something kind of irregular for a television program because time is limited and, and everything. Well, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to read through all of Job chapter 1 together. So stay with me. Buckle in. Don't let your mind wander. Stay focused on the Word of God. This is so very important for your life today. Beginning in Job 1 verse 1. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job. And that man was blameless and upright and one who feared God and shunned evil. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Also his possessions were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household. So this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. And his sons would go and feast in their houses each on his appointed day and would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So it was. When the days of feasting had run their course, that Job would send and sanctify them, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did regularly. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also among them. And the Lord said to Satan, From where do you come? So Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro on the earth and from walking back and forth on it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there's none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You've blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But now... Stretch out your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power, only do not lay a hand on his person. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Now there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And a messenger came to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys feeding beside them when the Sabaeans raided them and took them away. Indeed, they have killed the servants with the edge of the sword, and I have alone escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another also came and said, The Chaldeans formed three bands, raided the camels, and took them away. Yes, and killed the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another came and said, Your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And suddenly a great wind came from across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house, and it fell on the young people, and they're dead. And I alone have escaped to tell you. Then Job arose, tore his robe, and shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all this Job did not sin, nor charge God with wrong. Folks, for Job, this was just the beginning. It got much worse before getting better. Yet he did not deny the Lord or falter in his faith. And, and I've heard people say so many times, Oh, I, I tried that Jesus thing. It doesn't work. No, you don't try Jesus the Lord like you try on a cheap suit. You either believe in him or you do not. 
And, and I have a question for you that is foundational. And you must understand this to understand the book of Job. It's 42 chapters of the book of Job. You must understand this to understand the, what's going on with Job. And we have, to, we have to get this. Here it is. I'm going to ask a question. Who brought Job's adversity upon him? Who brought Job's adversity upon him? Some would say Job's uh, fear that something would happen to his children, and that's why he was sacrificing. It was a wrong motivation. No, no, no. Now, the Lord says he was an upright, a blameless, righteous man. Some say, well, it's the devil. The devil came against him and, and brought this adversity. Well, certainly the devil did come against him, but who's ultimately responsible? The answer is clearly in Job chapter 42, verse 11, and I've never heard anyone teach this. Then all his brothers, all his sisters, and all those who had been his acquaintances before came to him and ate food with him in his house. And they consoled him and comforted him for all the adversity that the Lord had brought upon him. Each one gave him a piece of silver and each a ring of gold. Folks, very clearly in black and white in your Bible, the Bible clearly teaches that it was the Lord who brought this adversity upon Job. And if you look at the book of James, and beginning in chapter 1, call it all joy, my brethren, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces what? Endurance. But let endurance have its perfect work, that you may be perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. Trials are troubles that are sent by the Lord into the lives of His children for a beneficial purpose. Now, let's look at James 5, 10, and 11 again. My brethren... Take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure. You've heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. Job learned to patiently endure. What does this mean? To bear up under trouble, to learn faithfulness to the Lord through thick and thin you know, the, the song, Blessed Be Your Name, that's very popular in churches, it came from this. Blessed be your name. And it speaks of when times are good and where times are bad. And it says, you give and take away. You give and take away. My heart will truly say, Lord, blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And that's what Job did. Now, did he ask God, why, God? What's going on here? Certainly he did. But he didn't say the devil's doing this. He didn't say, uh, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's this or the other. He, he left everything in the hands of the Lord. And we see here, patiently enduring under great suffering is part of the life of a believer in Messiah Jesus. And in this passage in James we just read, we see that this, indeed we count them blessed who endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. What does this mean for you and I? In the days ahead with the trouble that's coming, and folks, there's going to be plenty of it, we will be blessed if we will patiently endure and bear up under the trials and difficulties and sufferings associated with anyone's life in this life, but certainly in these times of the birth pangs that lead to the coming of Messiah Jesus, there'll be plenty of opportunities to patiently endure in these times in which we live. And ultimately, this will prepare us to 
to watch therefore and be ready for the coming of our Messiah Jesus in the clouds. And we'll hear, well done, a good and faithful servant. We'll be right back in just a moment. Remember, watch therefore. I'm so thankful for this Watch Therefore message. Why? It challenges the lukewarm. Shake out of your lukewarmness and get ready for the coming of Messiah Jesus in the clouds to take us back to that place he's been preparing for us. It also challenges the lost. Now is the time to repent of your sins and receive the gospel of Messiah Jesus. Now I want to tell you for a moment about our ministries associated with Watch Therefore that are under the Watch Therefore umbrella. Because the faithful servant is watching for the master to come, but he's also doing what the master commanded. In Romans 1.16, we see that the gospel and discipleship is to the Jew first and then to the Gentiles. And so to the Jew first, blessing Israeli believers. With our co-founder, John McTurnan, we're working through Israeli believers in Messiah Yeshua who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and so much more. Our To the Nations ministry is poured out for the nations. Now, I've been in many countries, but primarily the work we do is in sub-Saharan Africa, where the, the openness to the gospel is so amazing. And there we work with orphans and widows, helping them, visiting them in their time of trouble, like it says in James 1.27, and also gospel preaching. I've been to 10 African countries. Primarily, we're in Uganda right now and Nigeria. In Uganda, we serve on a refugee camp. There's about 450 orphans we're helping with our Send It Ahead program. Messiah Jesus said, you can't take it with you when you go, but you can send it ahead. He said, lay your treasures up in heaven. And we do so through the special orphan work uh, uh, in, in Uganda. In Nigeria, I have a large platform the Lord's given me by grace and mercy to preach the gospel and the Watch Therefore message. People get saved, people get stirred up and uh, become faithful servant watchers for the coming of the Lord. Also, this is the final program of our uh, special episodes or series on a book I wrote in 2011 called America's Ark. So for anyone who sends in any gift amount to our ministry, we don't want anyone not to get a book because of money. Just send in your gift by check or online and write in the notes section, America's Ark, and we'll make sure to get a book out to you. And I want to continue to talk about money for just a second. Uh, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this program. We don't want your money. We want to see you get saved by Jesus. Please do so by the end of this program today. Be our guest with the program. But for those who do understand principles of sowing and reaping, laying your treasures up in heaven, this is a place where you can do so and there will be great fruit. Now, people are getting on fire for our Lord Jesus. People are getting saved. Orphans are being blessed and much much more. So our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. The program is expanding, which means the bills are expanding. Yet if it's God's will, it's God's bill. We trust him to raise up faithful viewers to come alongside us. Pray and ask the Lord if he would have you do that. Now back to the program. Watch Therefore. We're introducing today the life of Job to learn principles that will help us in the time of judgments that are coming upon the earth today that will be an ark, a refuge, 
a place of grace and mercy for us from which to operate that we might fulfill our calling just before the coming of Messiah Jesus and that we, we, we would be ready for him when he comes for us in the clouds. We ended the last segment looking at the patient, enduring, the perseverance of Job. We're going to look at the blessing of enduring. Look at Luke 21, verse 19. Messiah Jesus said, by your patience, by endurance. By the way, those two words, patience and endurance, are interchangeable. They're synonymous. By your patience, possess your souls. You see, enduring keeps us from forsaking the Lord in times of trouble. Uh, and, and so Job's example for us is patient waiting, patient continuance, enduring. It's, it's the life of the cross. Remember, in the Old Testament, they look forward to the coming of Messiah. We look back with greater understanding of the life of the cross. Messiah Yeshua told us that to be his disciple, we must take up our cross, deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow him. Look at these passages in uh, John 15, beginning in verse 18. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all of these things they will do to you for my name's sake because they do not know him who sent me. See, this is the authentic life of a follower of Messiah Jesus. It's not a popular message today in Western American uh, Christianity, but this is authentic Bible faith in Messiah Jesus. I think that's what we should go with, don't you? And, and certainly there is a remnant of healthy followers of Messiah Jesus all over the world, including America and in the West. Yet the popular Christianity that's real trendy and cool leaves some important things like this out. Look at the persevering church in Revelation chapter 3, verse 10. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which will come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. What is that time of trial that will test all the people on the earth? It's the time of the tribulation. Messiah Jesus says that those who persevere, the persevering believers who do not deny his name, which is also mentioned about this church in Revelation, are the ones he will take up in the clouds with him. He says in Luke 21, pray always. He says, watch therefore and pray always that you would be counted worthy to escape all these things that are coming upon the earth and to stand before the Son of Man. Let's go down to James 5, 11. Indeed, we count them blessed to endure. You have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord. The Lord is very compassionate and merciful. There's a reason I'm reading this over and over. It's so important to get this deep down into our soul. The end intended by the Lord demonstrates what? His compassion and mercy and the purpose for the trials and the suffering. There's purpose in these things, folks. Job 42, beginning in verse 12. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning, for he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters, and he called the name of the first Jemima, the name of the second Kizia, the name of the third Karen Hapuk. Uh, in all the land were found no women so beautiful as the daughters of Job. And their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. 
After this, Job lived 140 years and saw his children and grandchildren for four generations. So Job died old and full of days. As I see this, I'm reminded of an old song sung in church. It, it goes like this. It will be worth it all when we see Jesus. It will be worth it all when we see Christ. And certainly the sufferings and trials and difficulties that produce in us endurance and the capacity to not turn away from the Lord in the days that are coming will then facilitate the blessings of eternity. And they're real, folks. This life is such a vapor. We also find in the book of James. Look at Romans 8, 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Verse 19. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. What's the revealings of the sons of God? That's when we have been taken up into that place with Messiah Jesus that he's been preparing for us. And we return with him to the earth with sinless glorified bodies. The revealing of the sons of God to the creation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, let's go to Revelation 19, beginning in verse 6, and we'll watch this. We'll see it. Listen, folks, if you believed in Messiah Jesus, if you go up with him in the clouds to that place he's preparing, been preparing for us, if you come back with him, when you come back with him, here's what it's going to look like. Can someone say hallelujah? Revelation 19, 6 and beyond. And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude as the sound of many waters and as the sound of mighty thundering saying, hallelujah. For the Lord our God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright. For the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. I'm going to stop for a moment and remind everyone, this is the bride of Christ, the bride of Messiah, who has waited, watching for the groom to appear. That's the Jewish wedding, folks. I've done a program on that watching for the groom to appear. We've gone up with him. We've gone before the judgment seat of Christ. We have had all of the unrighteous acts burned off as wood, hay, and stubble. All that remains of our lives and our testimony is the righteousness that was done on the earth through us by the Holy Spirit that glorifies Messiah Jesus, that we have worshiped our Father in spirit and truth. That's all that remains of us. And then comes the marriage ceremony and the, the marriage uh, supper of the Lamb. We return with Messiah Jesus, the bride of Messiah, in white linen. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus' blood can make the vilest sinner clean, even me. Hallelujah. So we carry on now with Revelation 19, beginning verse 11. Now I saw heaven open, behold, a white horse, and he who sat on him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called, hallelujah, the word of God. The word of God is his name. And the armies in heaven, folks, i got to stop and tell you, that's us. That's us. And the armies in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword that with it, he should strike the nations, and he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God, and he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. It will be worth it all 
when we see Jesus. It will be worth it all when we see Christ. We will return with him in sinless glorified bodies as he rules and reigns over the universe, seated on the throne of David in Jerusalem. Come and go with me to my Father's house. Hallelujah. Have you truly received Jesus as Lord? Folks, folks, we need to learn to patiently endure. We need to learn to walk with Messiah Jesus, that the goal of our lives wouldn't be the things that we can do and attain and get in this world, but that we can get closer to Messiah Jesus, being made more like Him by grace, the grace of our Father in heaven. May the goal of our lives be to be ready when He comes for us in the clouds. How do we do that? Now, the, the perseverance of Job, the the blessing of endurance. Yes, the blessing of endurance. The intended end, the things the Lord has planned for us. Remembering that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. So compassionate and merciful that our Father sent His only begotten Son, Messiah Jesus. He lived on this earth with no sin. Why? He came to die. Who killed Jesus? Some say the Jews killed Jesus. Some say the Romans killed Jesus. No, you and I killed Jesus, the Lord. He came to die for our sins. And as his innocent blood spilled down that cross, he was paying for our lying, stealing, cursing, blasphemy, and much, much more. And hallelujah, on the third day, he rose from the grave. He ascended to our Father in heaven, he sits next to him on his throne, our Father's throne, because Messiah Jesus is waiting to come sit on his throne in Jerusalem. Yet before then, he will catch us up in the clouds. Will you go? Have you truly received Jesus as Lord? Cry out to him, oh, save me, Jesus, Lord. I'm, I'm a sinner. I need to be saved. Forgive me and give me this new life that honors our God and Father in heaven. Oof. Thank you, Jesus, Lord, for saving me. Amen. Begin to walk with him today. It, 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 let this be a new season in your life. If you've just received Jesus as Lord, if you've prayed to believe in him, let us know. We've got some literature we'll send you that will help you with your first steps of following the Lord. Folks, like never before, we need the righteousness of Noah, Daniel, and Job to be the order of our lives. It's a place of refuge during the judgments that are going to increasingly fall upon the earth. So thankful for this special time we've had together on the program. And there's a way we like to end the program. A little reminder as we prepare for the days ahead. Remember, do this. Watch therefore and be ready. Messiah Jesus is coming when? Any moment. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz 62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-6-2 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv 
We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.